please don't let it go. Please don't. Come on, AEW, don't let all the good vibes from Forbidden Door dissipate for blood and guts. Well, the rehabilitation of Orange Cassidy's wrestling in-ring career. Remember, it's been a while since he actually did any high-profile matches, but his match against Will Ospreay was great. Yes, it was. So here he is facing Ethan Page. Poor, poor Ethan Page. You know he's only going out there because Orange Cassidy's going to win. And Ethan Page deals with him because he wasn't there at the pay-per-view. So he works, deals with him, does all his arrogant stuff, which is great. I love Ethan Page's work. It's just a shame he's being treated like this by um, AEW at the moment. Even asked Bryce Rensburg at one point to raise his hand. It's lovely work from Ethan Page, and yet, of course, he's out there with Dan Lambert, who has a bottle of orange. <laughs> Marvellous. Orange comes back with a spinning DDT counter, for um, Tilt-A-World DDT counter, for a long two. Then he does a little bit of stuff with, um, with Lambert, takes the bottle of orange from him, has a drink, avoids Ethan Page. Orange punch one, spits out the orange to... Dan Lambert, orange punch two, and he wins with a slam. Not only does that look bad, it looks really bad for Ethan Page, who goes from two orange punches and a slam. Ethan Page has got to be thinking, why did I do this? You know, his man of the year partner, and I'm not really keen on the man of the year, to be honest, but Scorpio Sky's at least got a belt. Ethan Page has got nothing. And here he is, being virtually squashed. Orange squash. (sighs) Seeing as it is Wimbledon period. In the first match of Blood and Guts. And I ain't happy. And my mood doesn't improve by Christian coming out. It's last chance Christian. Because he's not really working for him in AEW. And so they've turned him heel. And last week, he did the... um, He did the thing of uh, talking about Jungle Boy's father being dead, and that was a bit near the knuckle, but it's a common trope with wrestling heels. So this week, what do they do? Management must be to come out and um, and apologise for talking about Jungle Boy's family. And I'm sorry, Jungle Boy, that all your family are dead. Ho, ho, ho. Because that is the kind of stuff that wrestling heels have been doing since time immemorial. Now, he's getting some booze, but I'm not quite sure if it's heel heat or go-home heat. But I know what it is for me. Then he rags on Detroit. The only thing this scumbag city has going for it is that you're close to Canada. Oh, dear, are we still in the 90s? Is this the way it's supposed to be? doesn't look like Christian's really watched wrestling since... Mind you... If you're looking at AEW at the moment, and you're looking at some of the MJF stuff, and you're looking at the CM Punk stuff, then I suppose that's what you do, ain't it? Oh, dear. Did he call them Motor City Sweathogs? Doesn't work. <laughs> Sorry to point it out, Chris, but it just don't work. A bit like your heel turn. And so he brings out Luchasaurus. 
who apparently he's 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 got in his head in some way and oh yeah yada yada and luchasaurus is wearing um an all black outfit now black mask there's no green in it black trousers all that so he's on the dark side and he beats up Serpentico and finishes it with a nerve hold. Almost as if he's saying, well, actually, he's not really a big heel. He's got a nerve hold to, as his finisher. Yeah. So it looks like um, Christian's going to be some kind of heel manager. Because we could do with another faction in AEW, couldn't we? <sighs> so now it's Wardlow and Scorpio Sky. Because I don't think... Um, did I miss this? Is Scorpio Sky now the number one contender? For um, for the um, the TNT title because you have these things called rankings, don't we? In the in AEW, and what's he done? He's he's be, he, I mean, he beat MJF and he's beat up a load of security guards. They don't even rank, do they? Oh, blimey! So that's how it works. Scorpio Sky, who's still a great talker, still a great wrestler. Just he's got a belt, but they're not really doing anything with it, are they? And. Um, because there's a there's a no um, physicality rule or something to the chat, I don't know. Um, and he said, well, you know, you talk really big without a, a no physicality rule. So I'll tell you what, next week, you and me in the ring. What, so Scorpio Sky gets to pick his own pick his own contenders now, does he? Is that how you get to be number one contender? You just talk and then, oh, I don't know. This is beginning to leech away all the good feelings from Forbidden Door, if I'm honest. We've only just started. Well, Max Caster's rap is extraordinary yet again. Um, he mentions Flint and the tap water. That's a bit... Well, it's, I mean, quite a lot of his raps are near the knuckle, aren't they? But you can't deny that they have a moment of uh, truth or a kernel of truth in them. It's just a shame that they are there and he is there to... Uh, it's really Max Caster, I'm not concerned about the ass boys. But he is there to facilitate Danhausen. Who gets a massive pop when he's announced to begin with, to be honest. So, yeah, I mean, I like Danhausen. I just like Max Caster more. Yeah. Danhausen bringing out FTR <laughs> is a good spot, though. That's nice. I'm not saying this is all bad. I'm just saying that I'd prefer it if people like Ethan Page and Max Caster were given more to do. Have a gun club got glitter on. That's a nice touch. Ah, just a little bit of something that I thought earlier on, because you've got Taz, Tony Schiavone and Excalibur on commentary. Jim Ross will be joining them later on for the Blood and Guts match. Ah, and that's what happened with Forbidden Door as well. So I see perhaps something happening here. Is it? Is this the beginning of changes? Maybe. Not sure what I think about that. Basically, what we've had in this match is Danhausen being beaten up until he gets the hot tag to FTR. So, you know, he's he's a, a fan favourite. Now so are FTR, of course. Double um, double suplexes, and they're going to get the three amigos on, uh, on the gun club, aren't they? It's lovely. Their work is fantastic, and I love it. In fact, Dax has carried on. He's done six. He's done six um, suplexes. It's a beautiful thing. And to watch FTR is always a beautiful thing. And Danhausen is a beautiful character. But there's poor Max Caster. <sighs> of course, Anthony Bowens uh, then shows us he can actually, uh, he, he doesn't actually need to be in the wheelchair. He can walk and he hits, he hits Danhausen with a, 
a crutch, but it doesn't half. It he doesn't half smack the head of his gun club partner, uh, and and that's the end of the match. It's a, it's a kind of, it's a bit of a mess to be honest. But you'd expect that with Danhausen and FTR get get their work in, and Bowens and um, the gun club and Caster don't look great, and Caster doesn't look great. Such a shame. We might have a split between the gun club and uh, and their dad. Oh dear. As if that's number one on my priorities. And just to make me feel even better, here's Jade Cargill, who I'm not high on, you know that. I'm not high on her work. I think she's got a good look. I think she's got a good shtick. But I don't... I mean, I think she's learning, but I just don't think she's there yet. And um, she's facing Layla Gray tonight, um, who we've seen recently in uh, CCW and in OVW. But I think we know what the outcome of this is going to be, don't we? Oh, dear. Yeah, it didn't take long. She won. And uh, there we go. Full stop. It's not much to it, really. Yep. And here comes Athena again, who, you know, is a big signing for them. And for the last couple of attempts that she's made to try and discombobulate Jade Cargill, she's turned out looking quite bad. And this is another situation because... Layla Gray, um, Stokely speaks to her and she she attacks Athena and Athena gets beaten up and uh, and goes. If they carry on doing this, they will lose all of the impetus they got when she first came in. I keep saying this, it's not difficult, is it? Well, there's a whole hour for the Blood and Guts match, which is of course double ringed and caged. It looks a bit like war games. You know, remember that? Great. Yeah. The GIS look quite natty in uh, red braces, red string vests and red hat. No, they don't look natty at all, do they? No, they look terrible. Yeah. Big pop for Claudio. Quite right. Well, Claudio starts with Sammy and the, uh, the only thing Sammy can really do is to jump from one ring to the other on the ropes to get away from him. That's, um, that's the highlight of his work early on. Well, that was a nice counter-cutter from, uh, from Sammy. That's better. <laughs> More booze from the crowd when uh, Garcia stops the giant swing. Yeah, it's going to be a thing, the swing. And that's quite right. Claudio gives us a double suplex. He's going to be great in, in this promotion because he's going to be allowed to wrestle as part of the Blackpool Combat Club. Good. And they haven't half given uh, Claudio a long time with the other team, with uh, Sammy and um, Mr. Garcia, just to let us uh, see just how good he is. It's the right thing to do. What a twisting uppercut from Claudio Castagnoli to Jake Hager. That's lovely. Not even called by the commentary team, just uppercut. It's the twist that does it. Moxley's got a fork. He's not going to have some profiteroles later on. He's going to carve up people's foreheads. Because that's all legal in a blood and guts match. We do need some blood. And they've got to have guts to do it. So that's probably why it's called the blood and guts match. I think that's that's clear. Yeah. The next member of the Jericho Appreciation Society is Angelo Parker. Who? Yeah, that's how little interest they've made or created. It's actually Hager, Garcia... Jericho, really, isn't it? 
I want Sammy Guevara now. Yeah. Oh, John Moxley's not just brought a fork to the ring. He's, uh, he's brought some broken glass as well. Big chunks. Oh, dear. Yep, pile driver on the broken glass. It came in quickly. And, um, yeah, there's quite a lot of um, blood on that ring now, on that mat now. That's the way it should be. Blood and guts, you see. Yeah. Now it's Matt Minard with the Appreciation Society. Yeah, you know, Matt Minard. <sighs> we got our next one, says, says Taz. Will it be Santan Santana or Ortiz? Ortiz and Santana. Well, Ortiz is already in. Thanks, Caliber. Oh, yeah, sorry. It's difficult to keep things in mind in a, in a match like this. A game like this. A match like this. Which is actually quite slow moving, to be honest. Yeah. Ah, Moxley's got those uh, barbecue sticks. They're the kind of thing that's very popular at the moment with NLW. He's got those and he's just stuck them into Matt Minard's head. So let's see if they fan out or anything or if they fall out. I think they've fallen out. I don't think he's going to get what he wants with that. But no, you know, it's, 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 at least he's trying hard, you know, that's good. Yeah, there are no sticks in that forehead at all. Ah, well. Ooh, lovely air on that DDT from, from Ortiz, or Tortiz as I was going to call him, to uh, Chris Jericho. Very nice. Claudio lifted Jake Hager late into the match and dumped him down with a kind of reverse Death Valley driver. That was lovely. And then a huge pop-up uppercut or forearm from Castagnoli to Garcia. That's very nice. Kingston's in last, comes in with a kendo stick. As people are rushing at him so he can't get to Jericho, he just very nonchalantly swipes the kendo stick to each of them and knocks them down. That's really good stuff. That's the kind of thing that Eddie Kingston can, can do. Makes it look so good. Who is that who's on, the, who's on the tree of woe outside the ring? We've, uh, we've got the boards being, uh, being um, shown now in the ring, so that's going to be interesting. That's going to be the way it finishes, probably. Even though we have thumbtacks in there. Oh, it looks like um, it looks like Kingston's come off the, the toes of, there's a, there was a, a backdrop superplex, but it looks like he landed on the matting rather than the uh, rather than the boards. Now Jericho's got the rubbing alcohol, which was brought in by um, Moxley, I think, or was it Kingston? And he's used it to uh, to blow into the face of uh, of, uh, of Moxley. You knew that would happen, didn't you? Yeah. You know the pulling back on uh, to reveal the boards? I mean, that's a, a common wrestling trope. But then we've got the thumbtacks and we've got Jericho pulling Moxley's back around it by his legs, you know. We saw both those items in the... in Slammiversary, didn't we? I'm not quite sure if they're... I don't know what they're doing, really. Whether they're... Whether that's something they've remembered. Well, there you go. Well, Jericho did the, uh, the fire extinguisher... Um, routine with uh, with Kingston where he let off in his face and Kingston was too far away from it so he had to kind of rush towards Jericho just to get the fire extinguisher in there oh oh dear now, Kingston, Sammy and Jericho are on top of the cage they're all lying down and it just seems as though something's gone awry they're not quite sure what they're doing here on top of this cage have they forgotten something? Is someone supposed to be there and they're not there? Is something supposed to be happening on the cage? Or is it something supposed to be rigged and it hasn't been? I really don't know. But at the moment, 
Sammy Guevara is pushing Kingston's face into the cage. I don't quite know what's going to happen here, but I really worry. Well, he threw him off the cage. That's Kingston to Guevara. And he did go through. I mean, I mean, it, it looked good. He did go through the uh, the table at ringside. And uh, he somersaulted and hit it exactly correctly. So um, maybe they were waiting for that. But uh, it was a long pause before then. However, that did look extraordinary. And then nothing else seems to be happening in the cage. Because we're concentrating completely on Jericho and Eddie Kingston on top of the cage. It doesn't seem like there's any other action taking place at all. They might just be sitting down having a cup of tea or reading the paper. What I can see is that they're sort of lying around. What's the point in doing any work when you really want to concentrate on that? Well, it's been a long time that they've been up there. Finally, some of the combatants from the cage are coming up like Claudio, who's giving Chris Jericho a swing on top of the cage. Yes! That's what the audience wanted to see. Me too, actually. And of course it was Matt Minard who tapped out to Claudio doing his cloverleaf on top of the cage. Because, of course, you know, that's the... You might as well. It's not really going to harm anybody if Matt Minard taps out. Kingston doesn't seem happy. I think he wanted Jericho to tap out. Oh. Are they now going to get into it? Oh, dear, I hope not. Now it takes us to inside the cage, where um, Moxley just seems to be saying, oh, is it over? Oh, right, okay. I think at the end there, um, Claudio wanted to uh, to talk to Eddie. I think he's thinking about his back's bad, but he can't get up. But uh, but he's okay, though. Yeah. Ooh, are they going to get him down from the cage, then? Maybe they can winch him down. Well, that was your blood and guts match. Um, the whole event, by the way wasn't fantastic. It just made me think, what are you doing with Ethan Page and what are you doing with Max Caster? Um, and the Blood and Guts match was what we'd expect. It's like a lot of other matches we've seen in the past, really. Um, doesn't Didn't excite me. Big spot from Sammy Guevara, but sadly, it's a dangerous spot, done beautifully well. But we have seen it before, and uh, that's the way it is. It's, uh, it's such a shame. And, um, you know, those matches are kind of what you might expect. And, and we've, we have seen them all before. And uh, Kingston's really hurt himself. But um, it's a big event. And that's great. But it's been done before. And um, that's sadly the way it is. Castiglioli, though, he's going to be a huge hit in this company. And I, for one, think that's well-deserved. Ta-ta.